0: This is episode five with Michael Robin. Welcome to the Capitalize on Your Idea podcast, helping you take any idea and making it a reality. Here's the man who did it and now teaches it, Justin Escar. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Capitalize on Your Idea, the podcast. Today's a great episode. We have Michael Robin, marketing director from Rock Sauce Studios in Austin, Texas on today. And you'll hear uh, in our conversation, Michael and I met at the South by Southwest Venture to Venture last year in Vegas. And Michael has a really good way of marketing for small businesses. And this is where her, her skill set lies, where she, can talk, she talks about how people who are bootstrapping their ideas can really market uh, on their own using things like social media and blogs and coming up with different ways of doing things. She actually gives me a couple pieces of advice, which we talk about in the episode, which is great. Um, she really lets you understand, like, you need to figure out where your where your audience is and target them and, and find those niches, but really can be done, you know, before the before your product gets to launch and you can really do it for not a whole lot of money. You don't need a huge marketing budget to market with modern technology that's out there. Signing up for Twitter is free. There's an entire outlet right there. And you didn't have to pay a dime. It's just a little bit of your time to, to get it out there. So she gives some really good advice about that. Uh, we talk a little bit about uh, her program, the App Dev Chat. So if you are an app developer, you should check out the App Dev Chat. And uh, let's just hear what she has to say. All right. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, so I'm here with Michael Robin, Marketing Director at Rocksaw Studios in austin michael how are you doing today
1: i'm doing pretty good today thanks
0: great so uh michael and i met at south by southwest venture to venture in vegas and as you guys know i'm going to be bring on a lot of people because i met a lot of people at that event it was a great event uh, Mike. michael what'd you michael what'd you think about the uh, the event
1: and it's okay you can call me mike i
0: can call you mike all right fine yes you can
1: totally um, I, I thought it was a great event having been a South by noob in two thousand thirteen. I had just gone to my first South by Interactive in March. Um South by V to V was my second South by festival. I really liked it because I really cherished the intimate experiences I had with people I met versus just being lost in a crowd of like twenty thousand people just going from place to place. So it was it was pretty phenomenal.
0: Yeah, the the so, I mean I've never been to South by Interactive, right? That's the, the big one. And um, yes. it's it's huge, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: It's huge. It takes over downtown.
0: Uh, oh, b- b- downtown Austin.
1: Oh, yes. Right. Downtown. Uh, Rockstar
0: Sauce is in Austin, so it makes a lot more sense. Um, and then V2V had maybe a couple hundred people in, you know, like one floor of the Cosmo in Vegas, um, which was always a good time. Absolutely. So... The reason uh, I want to speak with you today, Michael, is that uh, you are the marketing director at Rock Sauce Studios. So, uh, tell us tell everybody a little bit about Rock Sauce, and then tell everybody kind of like what you do as a marketing director.
1: Sure. So, Rock Studios was a a brainchild of Q Manning and Peter Yoder, who are co-founders. Um, Q had been in the app industry, and he had met Peter in college, and Q was like, you know. I'm not really liking um, the way this company that I'm currently working for is operating, and I think I can, I can do it a better way, and I wanna focus on design um, mainly, the elegance of design, UX and UI, user experience, user interface. So they decided to collaborate with Peter's financial and operational skills, and RockSaw Studios was born. Um, we've now evolved into a design and development studio and have just recently launched our new marketing services. So I will be consulting uh, one-on-one with any clients that we take on in the next year or forever, as long as I'm at Rock Sauce, um, in their marketing strategy and plan for their apps. That's awesome. Yes, it is awesome. So part of what I do now as marketing director is you know, obviously increase the visibility of our business. I do all of our marketing, planning, budgeting, advertising, social media. I run app dev chat every Thursday where I try to pull as many app developers, marketers, people who are really Interested in the app industry um, to, to kind of do a QA. Sometimes we bring on people to interview, which Justin will be doing later this week. Um, and then with the marketing consulting, it's just, you know, setting aside a couple hours um, a week during the first couple weeks of launch with our mobile app clients and guiding them, kind of teaching them how to do your own marketing. Because a lot of our clients are appreneurs. So they come to us with an idea. And we help them evolve that into an application, into kind of a, a brand new app business, kind of like what you've done with Sign My Pad and some other things that you're working on, uh, creating you know, an app idea into a business model. And a lot of them don't really have a concept or a budget for a huge marketing launch. So mm-hmm. it's my... My honor, honestly, to teach them the skills that I've developed over the years, and teach them some of the things that I've done, um, helping Rock Sauce on our bootstrap model be more visible, and help enhance their their businesses and and kick them off. Right.
0: That's that's awesome. Um, so we'll we'll get back into the App Dev Chat later, and I know you said I'm gonna I I will be being interviewed by App Dev Chat technically later this week, but this episode's our episode's not gonna go up for a couple of weeks, um, so if you do the timey wimey delorean thing it would have been probably 2 or 3 weeks ago but we'll have the links for all of the um for all the app dev chat and the show notes and stuff like that and we'll, we'll get more into that later
1: absolutely
0: so uh, i have an idea for an app i mean forget that who i am for a second but let's say somebody has an idea for an app and you know they have a couple of thousand dollars to get the app built now if for people who have been paying attention and read the book, they, I say, you know, go outsourcing, which works for some people. Try to find a programmer, which works for some people. I know that um, the founder of your company, Q, and I have had different views on that, and that's fine. But what what's it take to get an app out there in terms of a marketing standpoint? Like, I, you know, people are, need to. They don't have thousands tens of thousands of dollars. So they need to find some either free ways or cheap ways to get their app out there. What are some of the things that you could like recommend somebody who's starting out?
1: Certainly. So for example, you know, you don't have a marketing budget, but you know that everyone is basically discovering everything digitally. So I would really consult with someone who's, who's looking for a low budget marketing or, or no budget marketing to really capitalize on social media marketing. Um, it's, it's free if you're not you know, putting any value w- with your time and you can really find a lot of you know, different niches, a lot of different groups, whether it's searching through hashtags on Twitter or joining communities on Facebook, creating your own Facebook page and trying to increase visibility there by um, inviting people over to, to like your Facebook page. Um, a, lot of, a lot of marketing really needs to happen before your app even hits the store, making people aware, getting them excited. So, for example, we had a, an app journal that was published on the iPad, and this, um, this app creator, our client, decided that she wanted to start by just posting inspirational quotes that were coming out of her journal pages that she published on the App Store. So she started doing that, people started sharing those pages, and she increased her visibility on Facebook and people were anticipating that app before it even hit the store. So it's really starting to come to creating and developing an out of the box idea that can drive interest and attention, instead of just issuing a press release to every single site out there, um, you know like
0: everybody always does because it was like right. the industry standard. I really like that. So, talking about marketing happens before the app hits the store is a huge thing, right? Like, yeah, um, you know, you're telling your story and i've and and the people who have been listening to this and read my book or read my post know that i've been saying the same thing over and over again and and it's not obviously it's not just me who thinks this you know it's you need to tell that story and if the story starts before the app hits the store then then that's what it really takes right um, okay so so let's let's take this one client you were talking about so she was putting up these inspirational posts and now she has all this facebook exposure how did she translate that or how did you guys help her translate that into app sales or app downloads?
1: Certainly. So something else that she did right before launch was she sent out an an invitation to attend a more and this is going to sound um, interesting or, or you know old fashioned, but she did like a launch party at her community community center. She's a local client. So she's here in Austin and she has a lot, a large community and she had us bring, you know, iPads with the application and took some videos, posted on Facebook of, of the whole experience. Uh, people came and talked about, you know, how she has been an inspiration to them in regards to journaling, like actually writing down a physical journal with pen and paper. Um, and so she had, Ended up repurposing those stories into a blog that she carried throughout after the launch of the app. So that was another interesting thing that she did, um, and she kind of did it on her own after I had consulted with her for a little bit. You know, on social media, she had never had a Facebook account before, um, and we had carried her through that, and she she took took off with it really well because she's really great at. You know, coming up with new creative ideas, but um, we just continue to support her. You know, anytime she she has a question or has a need, you know, she always comes back back to us. You know, well, I'm seeing my sales are dipping or people are uninstalling. You know, what what can you help me with? And whether it's releasing a new journal cover or coming up with you know a new way to market her app or target her app, um, we're you know we're there for her. For example, she had gone to a second grade class and and talked with them about how important it was to have your own diary and your own journal and had sent um, little business cards with a QR code to download her app for those kids. And so now, you know, she had she had, had some success there. And That's awesome. Exactly. So it's not just your traditional, you know, I'm going to go to a convention and set up a booth and hope people download my stuff. Um, you know, it's actually really, she was really taking her story to people physically not just you know on Facebook but going out into the community going out to the schools and and having conversations to why she she built this app she had an idea and she wanted it to be successful
0: so another like you were saying instead of having a booth instead of hoping that people come to you she was going out and getting the people to download the app exactly uh, that's great that's a great story uh, the second that doing you going to the secondary class that's a is a really creative Uh, take on it um finding obviously that you can use that if if we extrapolate that out anybody can go to any group of people that would be their target market you would say and then show them the app whether whether it's you're targeting second graders with a journal or you're targeting for me maybe uh real estate people with some ipad or or whatever it is going to those people and showing them and putting it in their face putting it in their hands really helps uh have them desire to download it. And of course then they'll tell their friends and they'll tell two friends and so on and so forth.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: That's awesome. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So what good tips do you have for someone who's starting out, someone who really doesn't know a lot about, let's say Twitter or whatever it is, how do we, how does someone know which social media platform to use for their, for their, whether it's an app or a product or whatever it is that they're building? Uh, how do they know which platform to use or if any, or if all, or what, you know, what is, there's so much out there. What should somebody be doing?
1: Right. And this is always, it's always the hardest question to answer because it's two, twofold. So I I think it depends on two things. What are you most comfortable with as an individual, you know, in regards to um, how much content you have to create, develop and engage to have a sustainable audience, and where your audience is. You know, a lot of people are saying that Facebook is becoming the new older crowd, you know, the the MySpace of social media. I don't I don't know if that's true or not. Um, but I know that some people can only really devote time to one platform. Some people do like push one publish to all. So it goes Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Pinterest, what have you But the trouble. Do you think that's
0: a good? Do you think real quick? I don't want to cut you off, but do you think that's a good method to to push one to all?
1: (sighs) This is another hard question to answer because it really depends on what you're trying to accomplish. But you know, most most likely, if I'm following you on Twitter, I'm not friends with you on Facebook because I try to keep those those things compartmentalized. I'm not going to see it duplicate. But there are others who keep their lives very private and who they follow on Facebook, they follow on Twitter. So it's like, wow, I'm in an echo chamber here. I think that the smartest way to do it is if you're going to have social media across multiple platforms, you have to be somewhat different in the way you post on each platform, which then takes up more time. So really my advice would be to pick one or two, and Facebook and Twitter are the most most popular, most used. Instagram is coming up there. Instagram is being used a little bit more for content creation and engagement now more before than it used to be. So I would say pick one that you're most comfortable with and go from there. Build your audience. If they're demanding a Twitter or a Facebook page, if you're on one or the other platform, then it's time to to sign on and, and spread spread out that way. But I don't really think it's necessary to go all across the board.
0: Right. Oh, that's good. That's good advice. So you can, when you're starting off, uh, have, have focus on one and, and use that as your platform.
1: Right. Exactly. And pushing to Twitter and Facebook, I don't think is such a terrible idea. Like I don't, I don't think that's, terrible at all, but I do think once you start pushing, like, you know, I checked it on Foursquare with a picture that I posted on Instagram, and you're also going to read about that on Facebook and Twitter, I think that's when it becomes annoying, right. and you don't want to annoy your users, because that's four notifications on my phone that I don't necessarily want from you all the time.
0: And especially if it's all, like, the same stuff.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: So you would you be okay with four notifications from the same person, but if they were modified slightly, or is it still like you know, slow your roll on how much stuff you're pushing towards me?
1: Yeah, I really think you need to slow your roll. You know, a lot of a lot of times things get lost on Twitter, so you have to make sure that you're engaging your audience when they're when they're awake and listening. Um, on Facebook, you know, you can post something a couple days ago and it'll. Regurgitate my timeline because Facebook keeps switching between most recent and news oh, stories. I hate or that. exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, or if one of my friends happens to like your page, I get to see your last news story a couple times while I'm scrolling through my feed. Which is the great thing about Facebook is that content lasts a lot longer than it does on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but. You know, Twitter. More people are getting more comfortable searching hashtags, you know, and using hashtags to search for things that they want on Twitter. So it's it's also dependent upon the use of of how you're pushing your content there as well. So,
0: what about what about not that I want to call them secondary, but what about some of the maybe professionalized, less used um, social media platforms, maybe like LinkedIn or Tumblr or Snapchat? What do you think of those?
1: See, um, I, don't, I don't really want to talk about Snapchat.
0: <laughs> okay, fine. Let's we'll not talk about Snapchat. It's off um, the table. It's off the table.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. I do think that LinkedIn and Pinterest have, have, have a place. For example, I'm producing a panel for South by Southwest, and I need to talk with people who are developing wearable prototypes. Where am I going to go for that? Like if I post it on Twitter, it'll get lost forever. My friends on Facebook have no clue what's going on. Um, so I I went and joined a couple of groups on LinkedIn and posted that I was interested in talking to people, and my inbox got flooded. Wow. I think I think that those those kinds of um, communities there's a time and a place for it, you know. Especially like for sign my pad. Um, I know that you've done some marketing on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, yeah,
0: yeah, we go to the, we use like the realtor groups and, and, uh, and lawyer groups and we tell them about some iPad because they're our primary targets.
1: Right. Exactly. And, and I'm sure the responses you've gotten there were surprising because people are, people who are looking for a professional, a tool or professional use, especially through LinkedIn, are a lot more responsive than they would be on Facebook or Twitter. Um, Pinterest, I'm seeing a lot of, really great use for people who are creating travel apps, people who are, you know, working on anything with cooking, fashion, um, even like health, healthy living. You know, a lot of lifestyle stuff being re repinned and regenerated and a lot of success there for Pinterest. And just because you have an app, you know, called Sign My Pad, doesn't mean that you can't have a Pinterest page where you also repurpose content about being more efficient, you know, in business or inspirational quotes about like entrepreneurism. Those kinds of things are what people are going to want to see instead of you pushing your product all the time. Right. You know, they Well, now I have
0: to go make a Pinterest ad for capitalize. Right? I'm going to have you just do it for me. <laughs>
1: I mean, even with that, you know, Appleize your idea, there's a lot of inspirational stuff in your book and you could just take those quotes that are inspirational and Pop them on a background or a photo and pin it. Put a couple hashtags on there or put it in a category. And I think you'd be surprised to see how many people start repinning that, not really recognizing that it comes from your book. capitalized, but it might end up generating some revenue for the book.
0: Right. Well, I never makes... even thought about that. So there's my free advice for the day. Right. <laughs>
1: it's all free. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, what do you What do you think's the next big? social media, or do you think Twitter and Facebook are going to be the powerhouse for the next, say, three to five years?
1: Um, you know, I, ha- I have to admit that I think that Instagram is actually going to start climbing. I've seen some statistics, obviously, I've been looking at a lot of infographics just to kind of see where where social is turning. And I think that Instagram, because Gen Z, or whatever you want to call the 16 to 20-year-olds right now um, they're, they're all using it. And so they're all accustomed to that kind of social media sharing. You know, I went to college when Facebook was launched and I started using Twitter as an adult. I think I was 25 when I signed up with Twitter. Um, so those are the things that I'm most accustomed to using, but like my cousins who were in high school and, and a lot of, the kids that are entering into college and starting out their lives, they're using Instagram primarily. And so I think that there's going to be a huge, huge flux of Instagram as the new social media in the next couple of years.
0: That's cool. So, I mean, obviously you have a good grasp on who's where and, and that's a very important thing when someone's promoting, whatever it is that they're promoting is knowing where your target is. And if you don't know where your target market is, uh, it's obviously very easy to find out. Um, and then, and then knowing once you have that piece, that key piece of information, going and finding them on the right platforms. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, tell us a little bit. <clears throat> excuse me. Tell us a little bit about the uh, the app dev chat.
1: Sure. Yes. So, app dev chat Rock Sauce actually inherited it from a Canadian company uh, called Tap for Tap. They had started it as as part of their marketing campaign to bring in more developers because they were working on some. Some SDKs. Let's get all all technical. Um, <laughs> An SDK so for
0: the people who aren't technical. SDK is a software development kit. Um, it's essentially a, a a bunch of programming code that allows you to like integrate into other apps. Yes,
1: yeah. yes. And they have a mobile ad network, and we had started participating because they invited us. They we hosted a couple of app dev chats and. Um, their marketing director just got overwhelmed with all the other stuff going on and was ready to just give up. And I was looking for something new to generate social media since we're in the middle of a a brand redesign, something that would be low maintenance and and fun. Um, and so we inherited App Dev Chat from them. They just said, "Here it is. Here's our list of people we follow on Twitter. Here's the people we engage and go have fun with it." So. Um, that's what we do. We talk about a realm of topics. Um, I think when iOS 7 first launched, we had a couple of weeks where that's all we talked about. Um, last week, we attempted to chat about APIs, which was interesting. Um, application Programming Interface, which is you know an app being able to talk to a website or a, or a server to be able to collect data and, and push to the phone. Um, and then we talk about marketing quite a bit because a lot of these folks are app developers creating apps for their for their first or second time or for themselves, indie developers, and they have a lot of questions about marketing, a lot of concerns that their app's just not going to make it. So um, we really do cover quite a wide realm, and I did invite anyone to join us. It's every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, and it's hashtag appdevchat on Twitter.
0: And I'll definitely have uh, that information in the show notes on the on our post. Um, I've been in a couple of the app dev chats and it's a group, it's a good group of people. It's nice to see um, some regulars and then to see someone like big name people pop in there. I'm not going to mention names now, but um, I think two weeks ago, a very large company, small business division popped in, I think for maybe the first time or something like the first time I had seen them. And I was kind of shocked to see them in there. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was good to see that like this chat you know goes all the way from someone like me who's a single developer to this very large company even though it's their small business division the fact is that their parent company is a multi-bajillion dollar company and they're in there also sharing their tips and tricks for marketing
1: Right. Right. Exactly. Um, and another time that we talked about, um, you know, is there going to be a third platform, like we know iOS and Android are up there, but is there going to be a third platform that's going to compete with Apple and, and Google, another, and I will not name them, but another bigger company that is a competitive platform joined in on our chat as well. So you never really know, you know, who's going to be. Is that company join? from Washington? Um gosh, I can't like I don't You know, I it, don't. it's
0: not Microsoft, right? It wasn't Microsoft who showed up. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, it was Microsoft Dev. It yeah. was MS Dev. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> I don't know. The only other people who could be BlackBerry. Come Black on.
0: <laughs> RIM showed up and they were like, Don't
1: forget about us. Oh. Um You're gonna edit that part out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure,
0: <laughs> sure, sure. Sure. Um Well this is all this is all super great stuff. All right, so my last question for you would be person starting off first time have no idea what they're doing give them like a key tip to bootstrap marketing. I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. Generic <laughs> I'm asking you for the most generic tip for someone who has zero cash short of called me calling you and getting help
1: um i understand <laughs> yeah um well obviously hopefully you'll take my advice and start feeling out your audience and start hyping them up for your product on on social social media or you know forums or blogs or whatever whatever floats your boat wherever your audience is my one key of advice is just be genuine be genuine tell your story and i know that i'm i sound like i'm a a Justin robot because I know that this is part of his philosophy too, but (laughs) tell, tell your story, be genuine. And it's all about, I have this idea and I think that other people have this, have this need too. And so you're creating, you know, whatever vehicle it is to fill that need that other individuals have. So just be genuine, tell your story and have fun. That's awesome.
0: Michael, tell people where we can find you on online.
1: You can find me on Twitter, since my Facebook's pretty private. I'm Twitter. Um, it's at M is a songbird. Not Misa songbird, but I'll say that too. <laughs> um, but it's M is a songbird at Twitter.
0: Okay, and, uh, and RockSauceStudios.com.
1: Yes, that is our, our company website, RockSauceStudios.com, coming with a facelift soon.
0: That's well, gonna be awesome, Michael. Thanks so much for being with us. Um, really appreciate you taking some time from your day uh, to help out, and and I hope that you guys listening learn even if it's the smallest bit of advice from from Michael. And if obviously reach out to her; she's available. Um, I'll put all the links up in the show notes so where you can find her. And you know, keep doing what you're doing. All right. Cool.
1: Thank cool.
0: you. Thanks so much, Michael. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay.
1: Bye.
0: So there you have it. Michael Robin from Rocksaw Studios giving some great advice for how to market your app. Some good stories in there. I really, really like that story about the their client who had the, the notebook app and went and targeted second graders, like have a journal and this is where they get the app. And then they go home and tell their parents and all of a sudden now all their parents tell other parents in the school. And the next thing you know, she's making a lot of money on the, on selling her app online, which is pretty awesome. Uh, another thing that Michael had mentioned that I keep repeating over and over and over again is that marketing starts when you come up with the idea. Okay, Once you have the idea and it's in motion, start promoting it. Find a way to get it out there even before the app is out. Make it like a preview show or coming soon or something just to get the, the mouths wide of the people who you're looking to target with your product. Um, there's no reason why... And and you know to be honest, I, now that I'm thinking about it, a lot of people do this already, and there's no reason why any that everyone shouldn't be doing this. Before your product comes out, promote it. Make sure obviously that if you're doing the promotion, that your product will come out. So you know when you have your idea, work on it, build it, get your prototype, get your market, then start marketing, then start selling. Uh, again, marketing is not about sales anymore; it's about informing the public about your product. And I really think that some of the things that Michael had said during the interview really touched on that. Um, definitely that idea with the Pinterest board, I'm going to start that right away. And um, so look for that coming soon on, on our website. But, you know, take some of the stuff that she, she said and really, really work on it. So I really want to thank Michael Robin from Rock uh coming on today. And for everyone out there, remember, if you have an idea, you can build on it and you can capitalize on your idea. This episode of Appetalize on your idea the podcast is brought to you by Watchman Monitoring. Know before it's too late with Watchman Monitoring. Sign up for a free 30-day trial at
1: www.watchmanmonitoring.com slash